Hey, you guys, welcome to the Living Encouraged podcast. I am your host, Eileen Bocanega, and I am just so happy to be here with y'all today. I am going to be talking to y'all about dreams. Yep, we're going to be talking about dreams, and I'm not talking about, you know, you had a bad dream last night or a weird dream. And you got to wake up and look into the dream and see what it means, right? Uh, you call your spiritual advisors or or for me, I call my sister and I'm like, hey, I had this crazy dream last night. Can you help me out? Because it's really bugging me. Uh, I'm not talking about that kind of dream. I'm talking about those bold, audacious dreams. I'm talking about those dreams that just seem so out there, so crazy, right? Dreams that just seem impossible in the natural. I'm talking about the kind of dreams that, you know, you you see in the movie, maybe like a Hallmark kind of thing, you know, a Hallmark Channel kind of movie dream like that, you know, where everything's just, you know, picturesque, perfect. Well, I'm talking about those kind of dreams. The dreams that people say are impossible, people put limitations on them and say, no way, no how. Maybe your dream is to travel the world and people are constantly telling you it's impossible. You can't afford it. There's just no way. Maybe your dream is to get a higher education, maybe to change careers, right? And you want to go back to college and you're saying, okay, I'm in my 40s. I want to go back to school. But people are tearing you down or pulling you down and saying, nah, that's not for you. You're too old, you know? That time's passed. Let me tell you, no, the time has not passed. Dream on, girlfriend, because it's possible. Everything is possible when we remove limitations. So join me on today's podcast where we're going to talk about dare to dream audacious dreams. That's right. I'm going to dare you. I'm going to do like on that uh, Christmas story movie. I'm going to triple dog dare you. Okay, I'm gonna tri- I'm just n- not gonna dare you or double dare you. I'm going to triple dog dare you to dream audacious dreams. Join me on today's podcast. Hey, thank you again for joining me here at the Living Encouraged podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Bocanegra. And you know, we're gonna be talking about daring to dream. And you heard me a bit ago. I triple dog dare you right? I mean, seriously, have you ever seen the Christmas story where, uh, they dare each other to do things that they shouldn't be doing, like lick a pole frozen. And he tells him, I double dog dare you. And then he, he bumps it up and he says, you know what? I triple dog dare you. Well, a triple dog dare, you cannot back down from it. So I am triple dog daring you to dare to dream audacious dreams. What does that mean? What does it mean to dream an audacious dream? I want you to get a clear understanding of what I'm talking about here exactly. I want you to have those kind of dreams that are just bold. I'm talking about like crazy bold. I'm talking about not allowing fear holding you back from achieving your dreams. I'm talking about showing this, uh, this attitude of fearlessness, boldness, courage, uh, feeling like, you know what, I can do this no matter what. Unflinching is another great way, uh, another adjective for the word audacious. And I'm going to give you 
just a quick rundown, you know, when we look at the word audacious, it's showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risk. Okay. You have to be willing to do what it takes in order to achieve that dream. It doesn't matter how crazy it is, right? When God gives us a dream, God gives us dreams that are sometimes, you know, when we think about it in the natural, it's just not even, you know, possible, right? It's unfathomable. But when we look at the way God works, God likes to do miracles. God likes to do what no one can fathom, what no one can imagine, God's going to do it. God's going to make it happen. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I'm triple dog daring you, right? Are you ready for this? I'm triple dog daring you to show a willingness to take a surprising risk, a bold risk at that. Be courageous, be bold. I'm going to give you a prime example. When I stepped away from a full-time job, okay, we are now on year four, kid you not, four years into this, that God blessed me with an opportunity, but I was at a fork in my life and I had to make a decision. I was not happy where I was at. I was juggling a lot. I had just finished, you know, my certification program as a life coach. And, you know, I was juggling meeting with clients here at home in the evening times, working full time, still raising a family because I had uh, two of my boys here at home taking care of my household, my husband, and working full-time, okay? I was doing all that, plus my heart's desire has always been to serve within the church. I've been serving since I was born, you know? (laughs) Uh, I served in my grandfather's church and my grandparents' church, and then as I got older, uh, I, I found ways to be able to serve in the churches that I was attending. So at, at this time in this season, four years ago, I was serving as a volunteer at the church in different capacities. Okay. Different areas, different days, different schedules. I was attending church, uh, twice a week, uh, sometimes three times a week. It just depended on my schedule, working full time, raising a family, meeting with clients and writing a book. I was doing a lot, right? I was juggling it all, but I had this audacious dream, this crazy dream, right? And in that dream, I remember that I even created a vision board of what that dream consisted of. And it was me speaking publicly amongst groups of people, women. And I I saw in this vision that I would have books written, right? And here I hadn't even published one book yet. I had written a book, but I hadn't published one book yet. And I had this audacious dream that one day, one day I would be working out of my home. I wouldn't be in a nine to five. I wouldn't be on somebody else's schedule, but I would be working on my own personal schedule, writing books teaching the word of God, uh, mentoring and coaching people. And I kid you not, we are four years in on this that I stepped out and took a bold step towards achieving this dream. I, I was in an opportunity where things weren't going well at work. Right. You know, and I was very unhappy and, um, things happened at my job that day. And I remember that I sat in a parking lot 
at a TJ Maxx, because if you want to find me, you can find me at TJ Maxx and Target, you know, Marshalls. Uh, so I'm at the store and I'm sitting in the parking lot, just completely distraught, crying in the parking lot and talking to God and saying, God, I don't know what to do. Right. And God reminded me that I had recently, uh, I would say approximately three months back, I had changed my prayer stance. I was no longer praying with my shoulders hovered over like broken, sad, begging God to change my circumstance, change my job, uh, change everything, my finances. I mean, I wasn't sitting there with my shoulders shrugged down, you know, just feeling all down and out. My prayers had changed. They became bold. They became audacious prayers, right? I I had this willingness to step out. I just didn't know what I was stepping out into just yet. I was waiting for the direction and for the go ahead, right? Well, I started praying these dreams, these, uh, these prayers where I was saying, God, thank you for the change that's coming. I know that this commute is not going to last very much longer. Thank you, God, for the new job that you have lined up for me working from my home. And I remember that I started thanking God for the new, even though I didn't have anything in front of me that said, this is what you're going to do in two months, in three months. I didn't have anything concrete to hold on to. I was living on faith. Girlfriend was living on a prayer and a lot of prayers at that. So there I was with a new voice, a new attitude, a a, a new stance in how I was praying. Now I was praying with my shoulders back, my chest out, proud, confident, assured of what I was about to step into. Here's another crazy thing that started taking place right before I stopped working full time. I remember that for some reason I started fixing up a room in my house as an office and I just felt this need to go get a printer. I felt this need to go buy reams of paper and I bought a box of paper and I remember that I started like gradually getting all these different items. You know, I had a printer, but something told me I needed to upgrade my printer. And I did. And something told me that I needed to stock up on office supplies. So I was slowly going to the store, like, you know, you go to Walmart or Target and I would add post-its in there and I would buy pens and, and I was slowly buying things for an office. And I started decorating one of my rooms and I converted it into my office. Well, I kid you not, within three months of my change of prayer, my change of attitude, um, I started to see some change in my job. And that's when I made that, that decision to step away from working full time and step into what God was calling me to do. And that was working out of my home full time as a life coach, as a mentor, and as a author. And at the time I knew I was, you know, I had written a book and I was working on it, but I hadn't published anything. And at that time, God started revealing to me all these other things that were part of my vision board, part of the dreams that I had. And it was speaking publicly. It was writing books and doing workbooks and all these different things. 
And do you know that every one of those things has come true? And when I look back at that, and I even look at the vision boards that I have from the past years, it blows my mind to see the things that I could not fathom at one point. God has created a way. God opened up opportunities. And not only did I speak publicly, not once, but multiple times, I also published my first book. And then I published two workbooks after that, uh, that are for women's ministries. And when I look at where I'm at today and the work that I do now and how I've evolved so much over these years from starting off, you know, years ago in 2014, starting off with a Bible study group of women in my backyard and having a luncheon once a month to get everybody together. And then three times out of the, out of the month, we would get together during the evening on a weekday Never did I fathom that that would evolve to where I'm at today. You see, that's how beautiful it is to dare to dream audacious dreams. The dreams that you think only happen in the Hallmark Channel, only happen on TV, only happen in a book. It's not real. It's real. Let me tell you, it is real. I've been reading a book called Dream Big by Bob Goff. And, you know, so far, I, I love this book. I love how he talks about how we need to step into our dreams, but we need to have audacious dreams, dreams that seem far beyond the stars, yet our heart can feel us, feel us reaching them. You know, in reading the book, I mean, I'm telling you, this book, it's a must read. You have to get it. It's Dream Big by Bob Goff. It's filled with so much wisdom and inspiration to go beyond just a thought and desire to actually understanding why we desire that, why we want to achieve that goal, why we're having that dream and and get behind that. And then what we need to do to create a plan to achieve that dream. I'm telling you, right? That's, that's, that's a lot right there. So it's not just about dreaming big, but it's understanding why do you have that dream? Why do you have that passion for that goal, right? Understanding the whys behind it and then creating a master plan, like a blueprint to achieving your dreams. You see, when I was looking into you know, wanting to work from home. I never thought it was possible. I honestly believe that financially there was just no way, no how could we afford it. You know, we were raising kids, putting them through school, paying for college and paying for football and band and you name it. And, you know, we we were on a tight budget. And I never thought for once that I could step away from what was concrete, you know, in front of me, what was real in front of me, tangible. I could hold on to that. I could look at that check every two weeks and I could see, I knew there was a guarantee that that check was going to come in every two weeks. Stepping away from that and stepping into a season where I wasn't sure when I'd get a a check, you know, when I would have clients, when I would get a book published, when I would sell a book. And, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, you know, writing a book, it, it's a challenge in its own, but selling a book, that's another challenge. You know, you, you're constantly marketing yourself. You're constantly 
putting yourself out there right now, we're in a season where you really can't meet with people. You really can't be out publicly talking about your books, you know, out in, in, um, like get togethers or doing book signings and all that comes to a complete halt and the public speaking comes to a complete halt. I've been blessed since the pand- since the pandemic has happened, I've been blessed to to speak in in a women's conference uh recently and um uh, I've done it twice already since the pandemic has started and uh you know, it's been online but of course, it's not the same like when you go and you publicly speak uh, before a group of women. Uh, you know, it's it, everything's a lot different. But I kid you not, I'm still walking in the dream and the vision that God's given me. And you know what? God's a supplier of all our needs. God takes care of everything. So if he's given you a dream, he's going to equip you and he's going to give you what you need to achieve that dream. But the catch is you have to have a willingness in order to achieve that dream. I was thinking about Jacob in uh, the book of Genesis chapter 28. Jacob was given a dream by God and God came to him and he said, I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. When I read that, I started thinking about how, man, that's a crazy dream to have. That's that's an audacious dream to have, you know, because God is telling him to believe that everything where he's sitting, where he's lying Everything around him is his and it's going to belong to him and his family here. He's passing through this land, but God is telling him this land is going to be yours. Not only is it going to be where you're at right now, but everything around you, you know, it it makes me think about us right now. We're in a season of transition, you know, uh, we're becoming empty nesters, you know, and, and it's, it's exciting. And there's a lot of change that's happening. And we've been talking about buying land, right? Because I've had a vision, I've had a dream. And in the vision, God shows me something new. But God made it very clear to me as I was decluttering my house and as I was contemplating on getting rid of some furniture and changing things around, God started showing me something. And he said, in order for me to give you the new, I need you to let go of the old. I need you to dream big, Eileen. I need you to stop holding on to the past and stop holding on to the new and stop holding on to the things that you're so used to having so that I could give you the new, but I need you to let go. You see, sometimes the reason why our dreams don't come true, the reason why we're not walking in our visions, we're not achieving our goals is because we're still holding on to something else that is holding us back, that has created a setback, that has blocked us from being able to move forward. Just imagine, I I was telling, uh, talking to the kids the other day, and we were talking about letting go, right? Letting go of unforgiveness, letting go of pain, letting go of different things. And, And I gave a prime example that a balloon, a balloon with, you know, with the string, you tie it to, let's say you tie it with a group of balloons and you put it on a chair, right? 
you tie to the chair so that it doesn't leave because you want it to decorate the room, right? Well, the balloon is going to stay put in that position until you cut the string. Then the balloon can float up high once you let it go outside. Or if you let it go in your house, it's going to go up to your ceiling, right? But until you cut that string, that balloon's going to stay put. Even if the balloon starts losing its air and it starts to deflate, the balloon is still going to stay put in that place. Even as it starts withering down and deflating, it's still going to be in the same place. It's going to come down. It's not going to be as high. But you see, the minute that you cut that balloon with the air and the heat, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause that balloon to just keep floating up high in the sky and it's going to keep going. Now, take that example and look at yourself and you think about what is it that's holding me back? What do I have to cut off so that I can fly free into my destiny, into my purpose, into what God's called me to do, right? To be able to achieve my goals and dreams. What dream has God given you that you've just been holding on to because you're afraid and maybe that string that's tied up to something, it's tied up to fear. It's tied up to uncertainty. It's tied up to the unknown. It's tied up to discouragement, limitations. Come on, limitations are like a big old brick, like like a cinder block, just holding you down, right? And, and fear is one of those limitations that holds us down and keeps us from achieving our dreams and from dreaming audacious dreams because we start believing in the lie that says there's no way, no how, it's impossible. Now, I could just imagine Jacob, Jacob could have chosen to have that mentality, that attitude that, you know what? There's no way this is going to happen. How do I even know this is really you, God? And, and how do I know this is really going to happen? You know, I, I I don't know if I should believe this. You know, Jacob could have sat there and he could have just, you know, he could have gone in a completely different direction. But Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God And this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. You see what he did here? He made a commitment. He said, God, if this, in fact, this is what you're telling me, this is, this is truth. Then this is the commitment I'm going to make to you. And he created a pillar. He created a, 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 a place To remember, this is where God spoke to me. This is where the vision, the dream was created. This is where I first saw it. And this is where I'm making a commitment with God. And I remember I made that very same commitment with God. I made a commitment and I said, God, when, I didn't say if, I said, when you take me from where I am today and you put me in the position that I believe you have called me for, to work from home, I I vow to dedicate my time to you. I vow to dedicate my time to teaching your word. I vow to dedicate my time to writing script, to writing scriptures and teaching the word of God. I vow to do that. And do you know that since that day, I've kept my vow to God? Because to me, I feel just like Jacob, that it's very important that when we make a commitment to God, we hold on to 
our words just the way we would want God to hold his word to us with the promises that he makes, right? We decree and we declare them all the time. We declare what God's word says over us. If God says that, uh, the, excuse me, if God says that he is going to multiply that, which the locust has taken from us, then we're going to declare that, right? We hold on to that as a promise. So when we dare to dream audacious dreams, what are we doing? We're believing for the impossible things. We're believing for the things that otherwise we would be limited in having, right? Maybe your dream has been to buy a new house and you've been looking for years and you know in your heart that God has given you this dream. God showed you you're going to be in a new house, but you look at the natural and it just doesn't seem like it's even possible to happen. But God keeps showing you this dream and you feel it in your heart. And the day that you stumble upon that house, you start to feel that tug in your heart. Like you just know that you know that you know that you know that's the house, right? And then before you know it, God makes a way where no way seems possible. He maneuvers things around, changes circumstances so that that home becomes your home. That's how God works. I have, I have seen people that, uh, can't have a baby, right? And they're believing for a baby. They're dreaming for a baby. And maybe in that season that they were in, they couldn't have a child, but over time, over years, circumstances changed the scenario, the, the, the whole picture changed and what happened? They had a baby. They gave birth, not to one, but two, three children. And you look back and you think, wow, look at what God has done. I remember whenever my son was sick, he was three years old. And I remember that, that in my mind, I, I believe that my son was destined for great things. But before me, right in front of me, my son was sick, right? He was, he was diagnosed with cancer and it, the doctors were telling me one thing, but in my heart, I believed for something greater, something impossible. I believed in a miracle. Well, do you know that I got that miracle? And I look at my son today. He just had his first son on uh, last week. That's right. I have a grandson now. So not only does my, have, my son have his son now, but he also has his daughter, our Isabella. And, and it just excites me to see how much my son has grown over these years and now he has started his own little family and now he has his daughter and his son and and him and his wife couldn't be happier and I look at that and I and I remember the 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 miracle that God gave me because I was believing for it I had an audacious dream I had audacious you know prayers that bold prayers crazy prayers, believing with, without fears, believing that God was going to turn my circumstances around. You know, God wants us to have those crazy, bold, fearless, audacious dreams. The kind of dreams that my grandfather wanted me to have growing up. You know, I remember that he would always tell me to dream big, think outside the box, dream big. Don't, don't let these things hold you back. Don't let what people tell you, hold you back. You know, and I look at how 
great God is. You know, he doesn't want to hold us back. God wants to give us a life of abundance. He wants to give us plenty and overflow. And I don't know about you, but I don't want God to just sustain me, right? Sustain means to just give me enough, you know, just to carry me through this season. I don't want to just be carried through the season. I want to have an overflow, an abundance, right? And if I ask God boldly for the greater, why wouldn't God want to give me what I'm asking for? Think about that. When my kids sit there and, uh, I mean, it just happened again. And my boys are grown men, right? And my youngest son, he asked for something that was crazy, right? And between his brothers and, and, and my husband and I, we were like, oh my Lord, how are we going to pull this off this year? You know? And, and it seemed like it was just way out of the norm. Like it, it, it was just, it seemed impossible, right? In the natural, but my youngest son didn't look at it like that. He just gave us his wish list and that was it. If we come to God with that childlike faith and we present him with our wish list, a wish list that has no fears, no worries, no hesitations. I'm talking about that kind of childlike faith that when we come to God, we come to God like like our children come to us on Christmas with that crazy Christmas list that has I mean, my niece, I remember she would sit there and cut the pictures out with the price tag on there and tell us the store and circle everything. And she didn't care the dollar amount for the item. She just knew that that's what she wanted. Those were the desires of her heart. And she came to us because she knew that we love her so much that we were going to do our very best to give her everything that she wanted. Okay, now imagine, and she didn't know you know, if we had limitations in any way, you know, uh, you know, cause it's not like she was the only child that we were purchasing for, right. We were buying gifts for, she didn't look at it like that. Now imagine God is sitting there waiting for us to come to him with the same childlike faith, with that bold, audacious dream and say, God, I'm believing for this. I'm believing that you are going to bless me with this. I'm believing for overflow. I'm believing for you not just to fill my cup just enough so that I can just enjoy a cup of coffee. I'm believing that you got a fresh pot right there that's just continuously pouring into my cup and filling me up. Like if I'm at a Starbucks 24-7, right? God's going to continuously pour overflow into your life, but you have to dream big. You have to dream the audacious dream and you have to believe big without fears, without hesitations, without worries. You just got to believe big. You know, in uh, Job 5, 9, it says he performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. Man, imagine we think, well, I only read a few miracles in the Bible. You know, what other miracles are there? Miracles are happening every day in our lives, but sometimes we overlook them. Sometimes we fail to really see the miracles that are happening right before our eyes. It's a miracle whenever we give birth to a child, whenever we create a child, uh, you know, when God blesses us with a child, that in itself is a miracle, right? It's a miracle when we look outside and we see that God provides everything that we could possibly need. He provides the air for us to breathe, the water for us to drink, the food for us to eat. 
God is constantly providing miracles all around us. So imagine God performs the wonders that we cannot fathom. We can't imagine how great they are. We can't, we can't even foresee it. But God will share a dream with us. And it's up to us to say, okay, I'm going to take hold of this dream. I'm going to believe in it. And I'm going to go for it. Right? I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I'm going to go for it. It's up to us. It's our choice. We have that choice to decide, are we going to wake up believing for that dream? Or are we going to continuously look at it with limitations, with fears, with uncertainties? I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question that I asked my kids the other day when I was having a conversation with them. I'm always talking to my kids and their friends about their goals in life. Just like my grandfather used to with me, I, I push my kids to strive for more. I want them to, to set their minds on the greater things, on the bigger picture. I want them to think big, right? Dream big. And I want you to dream audaciously big dreams, right? So the question I have for you is, are you living your best life right now or Have you chosen to live a life outlined by the standards of others? I'm going to ask you that again. Are you living your best life right now? Or are you living somebody else's best life for you? In other words, are you doing everything by what somebody else has said you should be doing? Or are you doing what is in your heart? The passions that you have in your heart. The other question I have for you is, are you ready to dream those big audacious dreams? Are you ready to, to take my triple dog dare? Huh? Are you ready to take all my triple dog dare and dream those big audacious dreams? And are you ready to step out boldly and courageously to move towards achieving your goals and dreams in life? Are you ready? Huh? Are you ready to take on my triple dog dare? If you are, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me. You can message me. You can... You can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear about your dreams. I'd love to hear about your goals. I want you to dare to dream those big audacious dreams. That's right. I triple dog dare you to dream those big audacious dreams. I want you to know that God has already equipped you with the talents and the gifts that you need to accomplish your dreams in life. That you need to accomplish your goals in life. But it's up to you. It's up to you to take charge of your 2021 and stop looking at what happened in 2020. Stop looking at your current circumstances. Stop looking at the the glass half empty and start looking at the fact that that glass is refillable, right? Don't look at it as half empty or half full. Look at it like, you know what? Whether it's half empty or half full, I can still keep refilling it over and over and over because that's the kind of God that I have, a God of overflow that's constantly going to refill my glass, right? So take charge of 2021 with an audacious attitude. I triple dog dare you. Take charge with an audacious attitude of 2021. Make 2021 yours. Don't let the year govern your life. You govern the year. Okay, you take hold of your year, you take hold of your days, you take hold of your weeks, you take hold of your dreams and say, you know what, God, this is it. 
you gave me this dream. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm believing for a house for me and my children. I'm believing for that new property. I am believing for that new job. I am believing for that new career. I am believing, I am believing for that husband that is going to treat me good, that is going to love me, love on me and give me like the world. I'm believing in that. I'm believing for children. I'm believing for change that is going to impact my life in such a beautiful way. I am believing in you, God. That's what I dare you to do. I love you guys, and I want to thank y'all again for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again for joining me on today's podcast as we talked about Dare to Dream Audacious Dreams. I hope you're ready to take on my challenge as I triple dog dare you to dream audacious dreams. I want to leave you with a quote from Jonah Salk. It says, hope lies in dreams, in imagination, and in the courage of those who dare to make dreams into reality. You know, this quote is so perfect for, uh, you know, like it's just such a great reminder of how God's dreams, the visions that he gives us, how when he gives it to us, he gives us this great imagination of what can be right? But he leaves it up to us to have the courage to be able to fulfill that dream. When I think about what God did with Noah, he gave Noah, you know, a a job and the job was to build an ark. And, And he had to have this great imagination to be able to create a vision, a dream of what this ark was going to look like. And you have to remember, he didn't have blueprints. He didn't have engineers and architects there to help him out to design this ark, right? Everything lied in his dreams and his own imagination, but it took Noah's courage to take that dream and to dare to make it a reality. You see, in order for Noah to save the animals, to save his family, and to be able to fulfill what God called him to do, He had to have a dream. He had to have an imagination, but most importantly, he had to have the courage and the faith to step out of the natural and do the supernatural and do what God called him to do. So what is God asking you to do? What dream, what vision has God shown you? What goals do you have? And and what is it that's holding you back from taking those steps forward? Whatever it is, remember, hope lies in dreams, in the imagination, and in the courage to those who dare to make dreams into reality. Thank you again for joining me at Living Encouraged Podcast. And join me at www.livingencouraged.org for more encouraging messages. Also, join me at www.blossomedflowers.com to get updates on blogs, latest blogs, and information that I share with you through my blog site. I love you guys, and I pray God's ultimate best over you. Bye.